God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate, you have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. That Biden was about everything, the border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. We have a pow powerful show today. Um... We are going to be talking about the January 6th prisoners. And in this, we're going to be talking about all of the people. And, and the reason why I want to talk about this is that I want to talk about the people that maybe we forgot. So there's a, there's a bunch of January 6th prisoners. There's 700, 800 across the nation. There's people that um, right away just went in and said, okay, I'm guilty of this. We're given home detention for a couple weeks, uh, put on probation, and decided to take that because it was going to cost them 100 grand to defend themselves. They went after the most vulnerable people among us that went to the Capitol to redress their grievances. They're, they're, they're no different than the radical left. Unlimited resources to take the money that we give them, enslave us, and then use it against us like a whip. There's no difference. What is sickening about it is that how they do it, they lie through their teeth. This morning we had a quick intro into the January 6th prisoner, Pam uh, Hemphill, 69-year-old grandmother who went to the Capitol to redress her grievances nonviolently. They charged her, put her in jail for 60 days. Because a grandmother with cancer who has lived her entire life, who stood up in the, in, the, in the heat of all of it, stood up, and you know what she said? I'm going to tell you what she said. God is with me. Let's start off before we get going on. Let's just start off by playing this. Oh, play the video. Can we not play the video? <laughs> Sorry, which one? <laughs> the video uh, that we, that's in the... the uh, uh, the 56 seconds of her being dropped off at the... All right. N now we're going to play it. Today, this morning, 10.08. On air comms. Sorry, we missed it a little bit. We, we've been, we've been kind of pushing things around. But uh, we have a 56-second clip. Got it? All right, let's go ahead and play it. Yes, we have arrived at the Dublin... Turn it up, please. Here. Scared to death. I'm, I'm frightened. 
but I know God's with me. I just gotta take it five minutes at a time, one day at a time. Mom, what do you have to say to the American people as your last words before you go in? Just keep your faith that no matter what's going on in your life, God's with us no matter what's happening to us. It's gonna be okay in our lives. We just lean on God and trust, do what's right, do what's right and, and help make this country better again and support all those that are uh, right now locked up in the January 6th people that are not getting any trials. God bless you all. You know, she uh, she talks about the fact that we need to restore our country to a place where where we can get back to where the country is normal. But they don't talk about they don't talk about this person. This person named Ray Epps. And I think the the issue of this Ray Epps character is that He's the guy that went to the Capitol, told people to go into the Capitol, whispered in people's ears to break down fences, was told that he was some sort of hero. That I don't know why the right-wing extremists are, are attacking Ray Epps. They lied. And yet we're supposed to believe that everything's okay. We're supposed to believe that, that we live in an honorable society when they're locking up 69-year-old grandmothers. But they're not. They're not. This 69-year-old grandmother is going to go to jail for 60 days because the judge in this case decided that he wanted to hurt a person for standing up for their rights. He wanted to make an example. I think that were, those were his words. He wanted to make an example of Pam Hemphill. Do we have Coy on yet? Okay. We're, we're going to... Uh, we're going to walk through some stuff that I think that uh, we're going to we're going to want to see, Mr. Producer. Do we have the film or do we have the show clip for the all of the different do we, for all the different uh, January six prisoners? I can find it if you know where it's at. I'll, I'll look for it. All right. While we grab that, we're going to go ahead and play a commercial for one of our sponsors. Let's go ahead and play. I'm Mike Vendell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one, absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one, absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. So we're always going to support Mike Lindell. I want to run through some other stuff that we saw um, for sentencing. Um, we have a... Uh, 
We have a couple cuts. We have the Army vet is sentenced. This is an Army vet that was sentenced in January. His name is John or James Malt. Mr. Producer, let's bring up the cut. James Malt was fired from his union job after the insurrection, but was able to re-enlist in the U.S. Army, even though he had been interviewed by the FBI about his actions on January 6th. At the time of the initial FBI interview, the Bureau was apparently unaware he assaulted officers that day. Chief Judge Burl Howell sentenced Malt alongside his co-defendant, Cody Mattis. Both received 44 months in prison, as well as three years of supervised release. Howell said that Malt and Ma Mal or Mattis had pre-planned for violence. They were not patriots on January 6th, Howell said. No one who broke police lines that day were. They were criminals. You know, the, it, it brings me to this. And if we go to the next cut, Mr. Producer, a picture of him. A member of the United States Army who re-enlisted in the military after he pepper sprayed cops at the Capitol on January 6th was sentenced to more than three and a half years in prison. And we have pictures of that. Um... Okay, or do we have pictures of it? Well, I mean, those pictures don't show that they're actually pepper spraying police officers, do they? I think that's what they said that they did. That's what they said, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, none of these pictures show anything like that. I don't think any of them do, and I think that's what we're going to start getting into. If we go to the, uh, the article about the 69-year-old cancer patient grandma to be jailed for January 6th trespassing. I want you to understand that she was charged with trespassing. She is a 69-year-old grandma, a, cam a, a cancer patient. She's going to prison for 60 days for walking into the U.S. Capitol on January 6th and taking video there, trespassing. A misdemeanor was the charge. So let, let me get this straight. I, I want to I be clear with you guys. They want to send a message that she had committed an intolerable act effectively and deserves all the punishment as a result. Buck, I've heard hardly anyone talk about this woman at all. But they gave her 60 days in prison. And as, as the article keep, goes further, it says, I just want to get all the facts. I'm reading from the Gateway Pun in here. She pled guilty to the charges with the assurances from attorney that based on her age, cancer diagnosis, and complete lack of criminal history, anything short of probation was incredibly unlikely to happen. See, the judges in this case are trash because they're, they're really not judiciaries. They're, 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 they're not magistrates. Judge Lampert sentenced this woman to 60 days in federal prison to begin serving on July 12th. And here's the judge's ruling. She was upset, even though the woman was contrite during sentencing, that in another case that someone, somebody had not been contrite. And so he decided effectively to throw the book at her 60 days in prison. So what you have is a few things that come together here that we are deeply distressed for anybody who cares about the rule of law. One is because of the consolidation of not just the regime physically in D.C. within the institutions, the agencies that are in and around the Washington, D.C. metro area, but also the political concentration there. Jury pools, for example, you're going to have no justice done on political matters that are handed by the Justice Department in Washington, justice system in Washington, D.C. Imagine that. Imagine a swamp so deep that a 69-year-old cancer patient who walked into the, to the, to, to the Capitol got 60 days in jail. And that this piece of trash judge would throw the book at a 69-year-old cancer patient, who, by the way, has been paying her taxes for the last 50 years. Now, it doesn't matter because all they do in this country is believe in slavery. When we say that Elections have consequences. Stolen elections have consequences. This is the result of it. But, hey, look no further. Dan Rubenstein. 
Mr. Producer, make sure we get his email address for Rubenstein and his phone number up, up again. He's the DA in Mesa County. Now, let me tell you what the DA in Mesa County did. Here it is. Take on the Secretary of State's office. We don't care about that piece of trash right now. We're going to talk about her in a little bit later. Actually, we're going to talk about her on Monday because we were able to gather information on what it would cost to do a hand recount. And that piece of trash decided to raise the price by nearly 10x to make it almost unbearable for the cost to actually do a hand count on the stolen primaries. But I digress. The Mesa County DA's office, you can call them 970-244-17330. Dan Rubenstein, dan.rubinstein at mesacounty.us. That's M-E-S-A-C-O-U-N-T-Y dot U-S. Okay, so let me tell you what Dan Rubenstein, this just really good DA in Mesa County, Colorado did. He let a guy that was caught with 27 pounds of fentanyl. Now, some would argue you could kill 2 million people with 27 pounds. I would say that you could effectively kill 500,000 people with 27 pounds of fentanyl. 27 pounds of fentanyl, lethal dose for 500,000 people. Now, we know how many people are dying of fentanyl overdoses across the country, right? We, we do, don't you? We do, right? A lot of people. A lot of people are dying of fentanyl overdoses right now. You ready? Probation. He got probation. Served not one day in jail. This woman, 69 years old, cancer patient, by the way, has more courage than 90% of America, walks into the Capitol. She gets 60 days in jail. Trespassing. Paid her taxes for 50 years. You could argue that that's the people's house. How do you trespass on the people's house? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. But more lies just continue to come out of these pieces of trash in Washington. And no, I'm not going to argue with it. And please don't tell me I can't call them trash. They are absolutely 100% unequivocally trash. These are the worst human beings. This is the devil recarnate that is literally ex- just existing all over Washington, D.C., These are the worst human beings, if they are, to ever walk the planet. That are just raining down despair while they lie out their little teeth over and over and over again. I need to do a quick read for one of our sponsors. Um, This podcast brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like somebody's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. We've talked a lot about IP Vanish. They've been a, a partner of the show for quite some time now. But IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you stream media. Um, you can use IPVanish on a limited device at the same time without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones. Um, it's and, and for our listeners, they're, they're offering an incredible 70% off your yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. I will tell you that there are some apps that you have to turn off. If you're using like Ring apps or things like that, you have to turn it off in order to actually access it because it has to have a localized IP address. But um, that's just something you just learn when you get it. But you you get to keep them from getting access to most of your information. Uh, Those apps just need it to make it necessary to validate who you are. Uh, So go to ipvanish.com slash daily. Use promo code daily. You do have to use the slash daily. So ipvanish.com slash daily. Use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. I want to play this. This was on, of course, CNN. 
You wouldn't expect you to get anything good. Let's play cut B4 if we could. This is just more lies of January 6th. Let's hear it. Mr. Chairman, President Trump's tweet drew tens of thousands of Americans to Washington to form the angry crowd that would be transformed on January the 6th into a violent mob. Dr. Donnell Harvin, who was the Chief of Homeland Security and Intelligence for DC, told the committee how his team saw Trump's December 19th tweet unite violent groups across the spectrum on the far right. We, we, we got derogatory information from OSINT suggesting that uh, some very, very violent individuals uh, were organizing uh, to come to D.C. And not only were they um, organizing to come to D.C., but they were uh, these groups, uh, these non-aligned uh, groups were aligning. Um, and so the, the, the red, all the red flags went up at that point. You know, when you have our militia, um, uh, you know, collaborating with white supremacy groups, collaborating with um, uh, conspiracy theory groups online, all toward the common goal, you start seeing uh, what we call in, in you know, terrorism a blended ideology, and that's a very, very bad sign. Then when they were clearly across, not just across one platform, but across multiple platforms of these groups coordinating, not just like chatting, hey, how's it going, you know, <laughs> what's the weather like where you're at? But like, what are you bringing? What are you wearing? Uh, you know, where, where, where do we meet up? Uh, do you have plans for the Capitol? That's operational. That's like pre-operational intelligence, right? Um, and that, that is something that's clearly alarming. Uh, you know, we have more cuts to come that are coming out of uh, CanCon's deal, uh, talking to... Uh, Joe Hoft of the Gateway Pundit. That, that talk about more of the lies that come out of this. This is the dog and pony show that they convince the idiots of our country. The idiots of our country that believe this stuff. Put your head in the sand. Everything that's happened around you just so happened to happen at the same time that Biden basically turned off pipelines and shut down things and reversed executive orders and opened the border. It all happened by accident. Because of the sniveling little drooling basement dweller that is now occupying the White House. And then Pat Cipollone admits that he slow walked Sydney for an appointment to special counsel for elections. What, what is unbelievable is the amount of, of what, what would you call this? Betrayal? Treason? That is happening in our country? Gaslighting. Yeah, Gaslighting? Absolutely. absolutely. Reminds me of a whole lot of Brutuses and Judases. Let's go ahead and play that, if you would, please. I don't know what her understanding of whether she had been appointed, what she had been appointed to. Okay, In my view, she hadn't been appointed to anything and ultimately wasn't appointed to anything because there had to be other steps taken. So that was my view when I left the meeting. But she may have a different view and others may have a different view and, and the president may have. Were any steps taken, including the president himself, oh, this telling her she'd been appointed? Again, I'm not going to get into what the president said in the meeting. Uh, you know, my recollection is you, you're not appointed even you're not appointed until till steps are taken to get the paperwork done. Get and when I left the meeting, okay, the, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to get into what the president said. Uh, or, or said he wanted. Mr. Uh, Cipollone, 
when um, the, the matter continued to flare up over the next several days, was it your understanding that Sidney Powell was still seeking an appointment or that she was asserting that she had been appointed by the president at the December 18 meeting? You know, now that you mention it, probably both. You know, in, in terms of like, I think she was, I think she may have been of the view that she had been appointed and was seeking to, you know, get get that done, and um, and and that she should be appointed. Interesting. They actually slow things down for a reason. They build these stories for a reason. They're not true. This reminds you that uh, history is written by the victors. These people are acting like they are winning, but they're not. We're actually winning right now. I hate giving any airtime to the next clip or next cut that we have, but this is incredibly disturbing. This is the trash heap AOC admitting a J6 was an inside job because uh, this bartender turned... I don't know. So it was funny, actually. Someone's kind of roasting her. Someone's trolling her. Yeah. And she, uh, loses she's, it she, yeah, she has no idea what she's doing. Now you get to see the brightest of Washington coming right to the surface and boiling over. Let's go ahead and play the trash heap one about AOC. These insurrectionists. Like Antifa? And that there were actual officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers about that. And then to this day, we're just supposed to pretend that that never happened. Well, I have no idea what happened to the people on the inside who were very clearly sympathetic with what was going on and opening the doors wide open for that. And we're, I'm supposed to sit here and pretend like none of that ever happened. And then right afterwards, you have a massive, you know, you just have this idea that throwing money at that problem is going to make it go away without any buildings. accountability. And so this is this is where things are breaking down. I love this we're guy. Not safe. And it's not just about members of Congress not being safe. The Black food staff matter. workers aren't safe. The Black janitors aren't safe. Like, we need to get to the bottom of it. Like, 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 we need to get to the bottom of it. Like, like, uh, you know, like, uh, like, we, the janitor workers aren't safe and, and the food workers aren't safe. And like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how we get to the bottom of it. Like, come on. I want to play the first, like, five seconds of that one more time. All right. Insurrectionists, like Antifa, and that there were actual <laughs> like officers working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that. Insurrectionists, like Antifa, and that there were actual officers like working with this, and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never got any answers. Antifa, and that there were actual <laughs> okay. officers working okay, okay, with this, okay. and we never got to the bottom of that, and we never. Got I, I mean, look, I, we're we're gonna have some funny in here too. By the way, I, I found some more funny clips. We're going to get to those in a minute, but I, I have some other stuff that I, I want to talk to you about after we put a 69-year-old... And look, we've had Jake on the on the show. We've had multiple January 6 prisoners on the show. But do you know we haven't had 795 of them on the show? I would love to have them all on as a sounding board to show what their inept attorneys are doing. Because you can't actually go work for a January 6 political prisoner unless you're a radical leftist or actually that's not true. S Sydney Powell has gotten multiple people off of their cases on January 6th. She's doing everything she can to help January 6th prisoners. Just so you know. 
in her free time as she works on other election integrity things. For those that think that you know she's still not working, she works every day to collect more information on what's happening across the country and the theft of the election in 2020, but and 2021 and 2022. Um, but I want I want I want you to see this because. This is a person that actually incited people to go in so that they could cover up what the FBI and the CIA and the rest of these trash heaps were doing on January 6th. Let's play B7. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No! Okay, you guys didn't hear that comment. That's why I was laughing. Isn't that Ray Epps? Isn't he trespassing? That's Ray Epps. Isn't he trespassing? He is trespassing. He pushed the fence over, right? So he's trespassing. He is currently in the same space and ended up in the same space. Might, maybe he didn't go inside the doors. I don't know if they have him on camera doing that, but he is currently trespassing. Why wasn't he arrested? I guess he didn't do anything wrong. Well, what did the 69-year-old grandmother do? She trespassed worse. Well, uh, Mr. Producer, stop. Her cancer trespassed. Can you take, can you take this Two down for me? Two people trespassed. So she's carrying around tumors, so maybe that they thought she was multiple people. What do you think, guys? Maybe they you thought think? the tumor was a fed. The tumor was a fed, but Ray Epps is not a fed. Oh, I'm so confused. Maybe they thought, you know, maybe mm. they should have showed up with Molotov cocktails and burned buildings and spray painted them. Maybe if they would have done that, they would have been it would have been okay. I mean, that all the Antifa got off around the country. Maybe that's why they all got arrested because they didn't set anything on fire. But I mean, come on, setting things on fire that can't be illegal. No, I think trespassing's worse. So you should get sixty days in jail for. You should get six days in jail. So grandma should get six days in jail for with cancer, who who had cancer, by the way, when she went there. She's been going through this this process, so cared enough about her country at the end of her life to stand up and say, listen, you've stolen an election because I'm you could see it. Not even having all the information we have today. But we're gonna give you sixty days in jail as a cancer patient. But Ray Epps is a hero. Can you please find me those those cuts, please, about Ray Epps being somehow villainized 
I, I, I want you to see this. I think it was uh, Adam uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Okay, listen, we, we, as we go through this process and look at this stuff, I, I want to be Captain Obvious to you for just a little bit. We're going to play a cut. This is cut C0. Um, no? We need a second on that? Okay, we're not. Well, C0 is oh, the Oh, crap, full. we're not playing it's, the whole thing. Yeah, we're not yeah. playing the whole thing. Um, play, cut C1. So this is a, this is a cut. Um, and I think this cut is how much stuff is missing from Georgia. Yeah, this is a this is a, a really good clip. Um, this is from the Joe Hoft interview for yeah. those on audio, and CanCon is just going through specifically in Georgia exactly how much is missing, and how messed up this really is. All right, let's let's just add it in because you know nothing happened on January sixth, or nothing happened in the election that would lead to January sixth. I mean, stealing the voice of the American people and trying to enslave them and opening it up to absolute chaos and stealing people's retirement accounts and doing all the fun things that they're doing by putting something into your veins. That has nothing to do with anything. Let's go ahead and play this in this kangaroo thing that's happening down in Georgia. You know, I've been working uh, a ton in Georgia, uh, Michigan, Arizona, but mainly lately in Georgia. If, if you... I don't think you guys, any of you guys, understand how much shit is missing in Stuff. Georgia. The machine count, the first machine count, the election day ballots that they scanned that people voted in person, we don't have those ballot images. We, the only images we have from, from, from Georgia, from Fulton County, is the second machine count images. Now, coincidentally, the Dominion voting machines, they... Uh, they create every time a ballot image is created on these ICX machines, they also create a hash validation file. So you can ensure that when you look at that ballot image, you can take that hash validation file and ensure that that ballot image has not been tampered with. Those are gone, too. I mean, it's it's just an absolute shit show. And then they say, well, we did three counts. We did a machine count, a hand count and a machine count. Well, the hand count in, in Curling v. Raffensperger, Philip Stark, who is no friend of the right, he's no friend of the right came out and flat out said that you can't do a hand count on this because you're, can't, you're counting crap. You're, you're auditing, you're doing a risk limit on, on crap, you're counting crap, you don't know that these ballots line up. It's just absolutely disgusting how much they got away with. We literally have shown them Dropbox custody forms, this is related to 2000 Mules, Dropbox chain of custody forms that are duplicated. They took a copy, scanned it, and said this is this day and this day. The same exact document. They even tried to cancel it out and change the numbers, and they decided not to, and they went back. We have poll tapes, like a, a, an overwhelming majority. We're talking like 80 90% of the poll tapes. Nobody signed them. Nobody signed them as witnesses. None of the poll managers, the poll workers, nobody signed the tape. That is a, that is a document. That is a chain of custody document, and they wouldn't put their names on it. Did anybody ask them why? Did anybody ask any of these poll workers why they wouldn't put their names on it? It's just, it's so insane. And then we get this report from, from uh, CISA, the Cyber and Security Infrastructure, whatever it is, agency. You know, Chris Krebs and Safest Election Ever, that bullshit that he fed us early on. We get, we get a letter from them after the Halderman report, which is still sealed, by the way, because, you know, that's the appropriate thing to do is when the election systems that we paid for, United States citizens paid for, for the, for the whole entire free world, when, when an expert comes out that they, they touted as a hero in Antrim County, for figuring out what happened in Antrim County. He's touted as a hero. He puts this report out and the federal judge immediately seals it. And now the now SISA comes out and says, we read it, it's pretty bad. 
you need to do rigor rigorous post-election audits, you know, all this stuff. So what happens in 2022? Brad Raffensperger and Brian Kemp outperform polls by over 20%, yeah. 20% to win re-election in Georgia. Are there any risk-limiting audits? No. No, and we saw what happened at Voter GA. So I'm going to go back to this part real quick. I, I like to repeat things for my health because, I mean, I think that you need to be hearing things over and over and over again. And if you don't believe you need to hear it, um, i got to ask you a question. When you walk up to the, when you walk up to something, you like want to jump in the water. You get on a cliff, and you're like, I'm going to jump in the water. It's 15 feet high, and there's a waterfall there. And you walk up to it. The longer you stand there, the, the further it gets away. It's not 15 feet. Now it's like 300 feet. By the time you're done, you're literally jumping off of a volcano into this water down there, and it's like a 5,000 foot drop. Okay, not truly what happens, but you have to be coaxed into overcoming your fear. You have to be convinced that it might hurt. This might be painful. I'll use this as an example. Is that when the beaches of Normandy, when they ran off of the skiffs onto the beaches of Normandy, and they were running towards the gunfire, not everyone ran. Not everyone ran. They had to take a couple deep breaths. And, and this is the way it is typically in all dangerous situations or situations where you know what you need to do. Use a Valde as an example. Perfect example. You know what you need to do. You know what you should do. But fear grips you and cripples you. It stops you from doing what's right. Greatest test of life is character. Character at that point would falter. You can't, I mean, you can't blame you at that point. People are shooting at you, right? But sooner or later, you decide that you, you're already there. You're already at the edge of the cliff. You've got to jump. You're already on the skiff. You already made the decision to go onto the beaches of Normandy and run towards fire. Now you have to run towards fire. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you that, that this is much like what happened. I don't know if you watched. Uh, is it Outlander, Highlander, Highlander, the movie Highlander, or the show, show Highlander? I get it on the people send it to me on a Fire Stick. They I think it's it. a show. Um, he's talking about what happened back in the Revolutionary War. And how people would talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, and people finally got to the point where they didn't think they had any choice. Well, we're at that place right now where we're talking and talking and talking and talking and talking, and now we have a plan. And the plan requires a greater amount of people that can get to the edge of the cliff and decide to jump off and have faith that they're going to land in water and not on concrete. So we talk about the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. We know what has happened in Georgia, yet the rest of the world doesn't get a chance to look at it. We know what Dominion Voting Systems does within their system. We know that they're fraudulent. We know that they lie. Every single time one of these guys from Dominion Voting Systems gets up and talks, it is like candy. It, it is gold to me. Because I go, well, he's lying. That's not possible. And if that is possible, this system cannot run an election. Because that is stuff that you should have been able to do on a DOS machine 40 years ago. True story. It's not just Georgia. It's what's happening in Colorado. It's a, what are they afraid of? Why are they hiding all the information from the American people? Why do they hide anything from us? We were on this morning talking about the same thing, having a conversation with a, a Antifa activist uh, journalist. He goes, she goes right to him. The, the, uh, the assistant, uh, 
lieutenant governor, excuse me, lieutenant governor goes right to a Antifa journalist and said, here, you need this. And by the way, docks these people. That's the world we're living in. And, and no consequences. But, but here's the consequence. Let's, let's jail a 69-year-old woman with cancer. She should be the poster child for our movement of no justice, no peace. You want to know what I think? I think no justice, no peace. I think what the left uses for bad, we should use for good. We should take the words that they say, and we should put them, we should shove them right down their throat, all the way to their stomach. No justice, no peace. We become the lesser magistrates. These judges, Dan Rubenstein, go ahead and put that up again. Guys, give this guy a call. Blow up his phone. Mesa DA office, 970-244-1730. Call him and tell him how much of a peachy piece of trash he is. Be respectful. Don't make any threats. And then his email address, if you really want to blow it up, dan.rubenstein at mesacounty.us. Matter of fact, let's build a page where people can write their own, where they can write their own letters to Dan Rubenstein. To let him know how much of a piece of trash he is, that he would let someone who has 27 pounds of, mar- or excuse me, of fentanyl out on the street on probation. Let's also go and, and let's, let's make a couple phone calls to the judge in D.C. who sentenced this 69-year-old woman to 60 days in jail. They should be ashamed of themselves. But we have more coming out of the Gateway Pundit and the CanCon deal. Let's go ahead and pay cut C2. I've always said that I think Runbeck is a company that is, needs to be thoroughly investigated. But Uh-oh, pause. they're a private company. Pause. Okay. First, right out of the back, they talk about, out of the gate, they talk about Runbeck. You cannot investigate it because it's a private company. That is not true. You can. But they hide behind the fact that they're a private company with IP. Not true. You're doing a public good. Your entire job is to serve the interests of the American people. It is, a, it is a constitutional crisis to have a company have the ability and the technology to basically sway an election by building as many ballots as they can in order to lie and cheat in an election. And remember, if we go any further into this deal, Eric, the system that is used by, I think, 40 states across the country, 38 states across the country, that system called Eric is allowed to keep those bloated rolls and share that information among the states. Because what if you have a vote that's used in one state that is Bob Smith, and Bob Smith now lives in this state, but this state he actually votes, they got to figure out how they can hide the fact that this one becomes a voter in that state, but he's also voting in this state. It is completely 100% designed to steal the voice of the American people. They are not stealing paper. And Runbeck is right in the middle of it, trying to do a public good, but in essence just stealing your voice. And they're doing it with technology right underneath your nose and telling you nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Oh, by the way, we're about to have a nuclear war. Go to the middle of your house. Sit there. Breathe only your air. Try to take a shower in, in bad water. I, I mean, they, they literally do everything they can to basically destroy you. And you sit and do nothing about it because we are apathetic to what happens in our society. We let it happen to us. Um, I want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors too. That's Axos Bank. Um, I'm excited to have found this bank, and I've done a lot of research on this bank. And um, I'm supposed to have another conversation with them tomorrow because I'm, I'm really interested in how they 
uh, are going to protect people. I'm really interested in protecting people and their ability to protect their money. I'm not sure that the banking system related to the bigger banks would ever do that. It's one of the reasons why I've never been a part of any big banks. I, I gave that up nearly 20 years ago. Um, but I found this bank, Access Bank. They opened on Independence Day 2000. They're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American tradition. Let's take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can also get a, a $150 bonus if you open one by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in freedom to do business without compromising our values. Uh, if you go to accessbank.com slash daily for full details, that's A-X-O-S bank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus, all you need is a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Uh, so Access Bank is federally insured. Member FDIC in there for us, all of us, accessbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. Runbeck is just as bad. Let's go ahead and play a little more of it. I've always said that I think Runbeck is a company that it needs to be thoroughly investigated, but you can't because they're a private company. Hmm. You know, the, the, the fact, I, I, I talk about this all the time, the fact that mail-in ballots in Maricopa County go to Runbeck instead of to the government when you mail them back is the most insane thing that I've ever heard of in my entire life. Wait, Brian, can I, can I ask you a question? Why, yes. why, can't we, why can't they be investigated? Aren't they like a contractor for the federal government at that point? You mean like the state you government? Mean, you mean like Doug Logan and Cyber Ninjas that have to pay $50,000 per day until uh, they hand over all their communications? Yeah, you would think so. But there's a double standard in that in right, that right. crap right there, right, okay. and that was another that was another gross thing. You know, in in that case, the but they can be investigated eventually. Not by us. Yes, nobody's doing it. We can't FOIA them. We can't open records requests. And they, got, they it, got, it, got it, got it, got it, got it. And they set precedent. So I think that if somebody actually went after it, you might be able to get it because of the Logan Cyber Ninjas thing. But again, mm -hmm. now you're talking about a court fee. It's going to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars to to uh, get open records requests and at that point i'm sure they're already destroyed they don't have any obligation to hold it like the government does um yeah, and, and, yeah sorry just along that line with Renback, the thing that grabbed me when i saw that is what what in the world is going on here that we would have a, the, the process designed that the same company that's creating the ballots creating printing out these ballots is also receiving the ballots in the mail I mean, to me, there's just so much opportunity for fraud there. So that's what I would call a weakness in design. And it never should happen. And everybody in Arizona should be addressing this and get rid of this. Because yeah. this, there's there's so much potential there. We don't really know. But I did hear Doug Logan once say something like, where'd those ballots go that got returned? How many got returned? See, that's the kind of stuff that's just so, that again, leads to this certification issue. We don't even know these numbers. And they're real basic numbers in a process. And here's the thing, too, just kind of as we're going on. I worked in the corporate world, you know, for years. This this stuff would never happen in the corporate world. I mean, if it did, you're losing your job. If I went in front of a board of directors, and here's another key point. If I went in front of the board of directors and mentioned one thing of fraud, and I brought this up before, if there was fraud in the corporation, I had to report it. Didn't matter if it was a dollar or $5 million. It has to be reported to the to the to the board of directors, to the audit committee of the board of directors. You'd have to sit there and share. Here's what happened, and here's how we've addressed it. Here's how it fixed, and it's never going to happen again. And that would happen, and that was a big deal. And in this election, we saw Bill Barr turn the other way. We saw 
the judges and the courts turn the other way. And we saw government officials and politicians turn the other way. That would not and could not happen in the corporate world. We have two sets of standards here, one for the government, which is absolute, not just weak controls, but like controls that are designed horribly. We should never have same company doing some of these same activities. And yet, if you if we saw that stuff in the corporate world, it'd be addressed immediately. And so it's it's really appalling to me to see how weak, how bad, and how corrupt, really ultimately corrupt uh, and disingenuous our whole government system is. This is this is a joke. You know, it's just a joke. But here here's the problem, Joe, is you just outlined what a business, what a corporate business would do if something were to happen. And if they if they go through all those processes and they find out that there was fraud there and they don't correct it immediately and do their own internal investigations and, and, and disclose what happened, what happens next? The SEC, the government, the federal government essentially comes in there and takes control and, and does something. Now, you know, does something about it. Now, what do you do when the government is the one that needs to be audited? They're the ones that are responsible for the fraud. Who has the oversight on them? Who tells them? So, you know, I've been working uh, a ton in Georgia, uh, Michigan, Arizona, but mainly lately in Georgia. If, if you I don't think you guys, any of you guys understand how much shit is missing in Georgia. The machine count, the first machine count, the election day ballots that they scanned that people voted in person. We don't have those ballot images. We, the only images we okay. have from, from, from. So why I'm playing that for you is because we walk through the basic principles of what an election should do. Like what, what the function is. And if we remember back in time before the election, we, we had this feeling. Because Biden got on TV and said, we have the most comprehensive election fraud system ever in the history of America. Remember that evil has to tell you what it's going to do next. I think that's why I'm so concerned about these stuff coming out of New York. I'm more concerned about what they're doing to the January 6th prisoners. And we're not doing anything about it. And I think that that is, that is probably the most discerning part of the, all of this. I, I have another video that I want you to watch. This is this is Pen, Pamela uh, Hemphill's daughter who delivered um, who delivered her mother to prison. And it's just a small clip. And I think we should play it just because I think it's important. But it's only 18 seconds. Mr. Producer, can we play that? Let's go ahead and play it. We're going to have to cut out a lot of dead space. <laughs> it's hard dropping my mother off in prison today, but um, the look in her eyes and the last hug, I'll never forget it. I'm just going to give God all the praise. Please pray for my mom when she's in there. Pamela Hemphill, MAGA Granny, January 6th defendant. God wins this time. God wins. I want you to understand that that's what you said at the very end was God wins. It it's hard. We we've got we've got some other stuff that I wanna I wanna be able to run through really quick if we can. They have been pointing the finger at us. They've been saying that the, the violence that happened on January sixth is because of us. You know, uh, Tig, John Tigan, 
you know, Benghazi war hero and a guy, by the way, that was given selflessly. It's just who he is. Like, anybody, anybody actually watched the movie uh, 13 Hours? So Tig was one of the guys that got, he got shot in the side, in the vest. He lost a friend that day. But, uh, you know, he said it best yesterday. He goes, before January 6th, January 7th, everything changed. The whole idea of what they did on January 6th was to make people afraid. And he goes, and it worked. This is at the FEC meeting last night. It worked. We had, he had, he had, he had thousands, thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of members of UADF. And like 70 or 80% of them said, yeah, no, 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 I'm willing to risk it as long as we're going to talk about it. Not when we start to be about it. So when it comes time to do the hard work, no, mm, no, Johnny's got soccer practice. Babe, I'll take him to soccer practice. Don't worry. I got, I got this. Hey, can you show up? We got to protect this, this pregnancy center. Oh, man, I, I really want to, but see, uh, Johnny and the dog and my wife, uh, we're going we're gonna to walk to the end of the cul-de-sac, and uh, we got to play basketball on Sunday while washing the car, and uh, we have church on, on Saturday, too, and I don't know. That's what it sounds like. Am I right, Mr. Producer? 100%. 100%. Everyone else wants to have a show and say, all right, hey, this morning's show is great, by the way. The two red pills, Sophie and Jen, awesome. Can't wait to get the information that Eric Coomer talking. <laughs> Just another data point of Eric Coomer having conversations with people. It's going to be great. Um, but I, but I want to challenge you. I don't want to get on here and just talk about it and you watch this and do this. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge, and I challenge you a lot. Everybody's like, Joe, you're always challenging us. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. Anybody play sport? That's what you do. But, but I, but I want to challenge you in the way that they, they, this is the psyop that they played, and it worked. It got 70% of the people that were involved in protecting their community to, to melt away and say, ah, it's too much risk. Way too much risk. And shame on us for not actually adhering to the principle that I talk about today, that I tell everyone the same thing. Mr. Producer, what is that? What, what is the ethos that we have to have as an organization, as people, as we stand in the gap? Well, here you've talked a lot about be loyal, be kind, but here we need to work the problem. You have to work the problem. And what they do to one of us. They do to all of us. They do to all of us. See, the reason why people, they were able to do this and pick people off one by one it's because we didn't have the same mentality. And, and, I'm, and I'm actually going to meet with, with a guy that has spent, I, I want to hear the way he sees things, and that is uh, Ammon Bundy. I don't know if you know who he is. He's the one in Nevada that stood up for that, that uh, he, he stood up for the, the guy that owned cattle. The BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, wanted to come in and confiscate his cattle because they were grazing, they said, illegally on their land. Now, they've been grazing on that land for hundreds of years. And it's just land that's sitting there. I, mean, I don't know if it's hundreds of years, but at least 100 years. I mean, the, the family goes back, you know, generations. And Ammon showed up with 100 people. And they stood up to 
the FBI and the BLM. And then they, the FBI showed up and the BLM showed up and put snipers out. So he's like, all right, all right, hold on a second. Hold, hold my beer. He doesn't drink. But hold my water. And another group showed up and he's like, hey, listen, we can do this all day. What you do to him, you do to me. That, that mentality, I, I'm, I'm curious as to, and, and here, here's another thing you need to understand. As people got arrested around Ammon, as they got arrested and charged, 13 of the 26 people that were arrested were government informants and FBI agents. 13. So even in all that, he had the courage to say, I don't care. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm protecting my community. Then he went to court, they tried to charge him, they tried to throw him in jail, and he was found not guilty. So, so I want to know, how, how, is, how does all this play a part in what we're able to do as a country when our, January, when our brothers and sisters are going to jail for trespassing? When people can do awful, awful things to people in this country and be let out of jail? Don't forget, the rapist in California that they let out of jail went on to kill someone, and he got 60 days in jail. So now what they're saying is 60 days in jail for raping a child or raping a woman is the same as walking into a capital, the people's house, because you're upset over the fact that they stole elections. Captain Obvious over here for just another day for you. That's what we're dealing with. Or how about the false innuendos and the slinging of mud, calling people racists? We got more racists coming to town, and it's typically some white liberal piece of trash. Typically. I'm disgusted what is happening. I'm disgusted by what is happening in our society related to our January 6th prisoners. They deserve all of our support. Prisoner's record creates these records, and we try to put them out there. And, and just, for, just for, for your edification so you understand something, Ray Epps, there's a Ray Epps uh, video that came out. That Ray Epps video that came out literally had, which I thought, which I thought was absolutely amazing, this video had him encouraging people to go in the Capitol, encouraging people to do things they shouldn't do, and Twitter banned them for posting it. But they're not in on it. And Twitter's not designed to actually destroy the American dream and everything that we stand for. So in my last minutes before we get off, I want to tell you guys a couple of things. Number one, you have to go and, and donate to the January 6th prisoners. You have to donate to Pam Hemphill. You got to donate to those people that are suffering. There's a lot of them. And I don't know how to aggregate that money so that people can, I, don't, I mean, other people have worked on it. I just want to make sure that the money gets to them. That's really important to me, that, that they actually get access to that money. So we, so we need to set up ways for them to get access to those funds and support them. We need to find lawyers. I don't even know if it's too late. I know we didn't get a chance to get Coy. Uh, Mr. Producer, you're going to have to change the title because I know Coy had... Uh, was on on a drive. He was trying to get to a place where he had internet. Coy is probably for his. He has sentencing, I think, in a couple weeks, doesn't he, Mr. Producer? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's probably going to go to jail for trespassing. 
You don't think they're going to send Coy to, to jail? Oh, yeah, the guy that, that said we're getting rid of Dominion voting systems? You don't, you don't think that they're going to stand up and throw another book at him? Instead of 60 days, we'll probably give him six months. I'm going to just tell you, go join a community group. Go join United American Defense Force. I promise you, TIG will be at the front of that deal. Go start a chapter for FEC United in your community. Send me something to say, hey, come talk to us about the 100-day plan. I'm, I'm going to give you a bunch of things to do. Write articles. You can write articles. If, if you want to become a citizen journalist, let's say a citizen journalist, talk about things that are happening in your community, talk about the January 6th prisoners, I will give you a platform in order to push it out there so it will reach millions of people. I have that. It's actually out there right now. We don't do any political posts on it at all. But that's going to change. We have, we have some acquisitions that are happening inside of the place that's going to change and give everybody the ability that if you want to become a community journalist, we have a couple standards, right? But you, in your area, we're in every community across the United States, we're going to do the same thing the radical left is doing. We're just going to give people the ability to talk to other people in their areas without any sort of censorship. You can't shut it down. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I, was, I wish I was in a better place right now. I wish I was in a better place right now where I could tell you that I have all the answers. I'm just doing my part, and I think you should do your part. By joining these organizations, you do your part. By talking to Congress, by calling Dan Rubenstein, by calling the Colorado Secretary of State and telling her that, I mean, the, the letter is $236,000 to count about 400,000 ballots on a recount. Only problem is that one of the largest counties in that whole equation says it would cost about $8,000 to do a recount. Eight grand. One of the largest. Smallest ones, two, three grand. We're going to fight. You just got to get in the gap and you got to ignore all of the ramifications and that why, that's why Pam Hemphill is so important because she is actually the one, she's like uh, George Floyd, but she's the good George Floyd. So he's the trash heap that, you know, robbed a woman with a knife to her belly when she was pregnant, you know, that was on high on fentanyl four times, the lethal dose, that guy. And then over here you have Pam Hemphill, who's been a, a grandmother, a mother, raised her family right, done the right thing, and just wanted to address the grievances, and they punish her, and they hold this clown up on a pedestal. That's the, that's the world we live in right now. So do your part. Get in the gap. I'm going to go ahead and pray real quick, and then um, you know, I'll bring it back to you. Father God, thank you. Just thank you. That wasn't very genuine. Thank, thank you, Father, for, for waking us up. Thank you for the food that we eat. Thank you for just the basic opportunity we have to connect. Father, Father, please help us that we may connect, that we may get to know our neighbors, set aside our petty differences, stand together, learn to trust each other, learn to get to know each other. Father, help us to have small groups at our homes, at the pubs. 
help us to make be able to have conversations with each other, to listen to each other more than we speak, and to find solutions. Give us the headspace that we can make mistakes and fail forward while still getting to the place where we can align ourselves with the goal, which is to restore you to our communities, Father. Father, please bless those that are listening, that they may have peace in their hearts and their minds, and they may see this as just a point of execution. Like, hey, this is where we are. This is the, the hard truth of where we are. Our January 6th political prisoners, we, we understand that they are being persecuted. We would just ask you to give those, those persecuted people strength, tenacity, stamina to stand and to stand with courage and know that we are going to do the things on our side to help protect them and to vindicate them. Father, I'd ask you just to ex expose these people in Congress, break down the barriers and give us the opportunity to take back our country nonviolently. Yet we recognize that violence begets violence. And I would just ask you to give us the strength that if if they do strike an evil chord into our communities, that we have the ability and we have the will and we have the courage to fight it back and to push it back right where it came from. Father, we ask all of these things humbly in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, we've got a lot of work to do. I wish I could tell you it's going to be easy, but it's not. And, I, and I, I wanted to bring up the stuff about Tig and his organization because he fights every day. He still gets up every day. And people show up to protect these, these ab abortion clinics. Mr. Producer, I need, to, I, need to refer, I need to talk about this really quick. We have a fax blast going out. And we have, a, we, we have something that, that I think is super, super important. Let me see if I can find it really quick. There is a... Oh, man... There's a video of Pocahontas. Yep, I found it. It's actually in our daily show prep. If you will get this, this is unbelievable. This is just a precursor of what we'll be going over on Monday. We're going to talk about abortion. We're going to talk about the evil on Monday. On Monday, we're literally going to talk about evil and the fact that leaders in our country are saying that they want to stop those people who are standing up and educating, educating people on the fact that they have an opportunity to do something different than get an abortion. This woman, Pocahontas, you know the one that is a Native American? Oh, that's right, she's not. The .000001% when she took the test? Do we have that, Mr. Producer? You're not going to believe what you're about to, what you're about to watch. You're not going to believe it. Do we have it? Okay, we're getting it. Pocahontas says that they need to be stopped. We need to stop these companies, or excuse me, stop these clinics that are out there tricking women into having babies. I'm not kidding. I, I just wonder if these are actually humans. Are these aliens that came down and just wants to stop us from creating? Play this. In Massachusetts right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber 
true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. You should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that. That, that is my stupor look. That's my stupor look. That's the fax blast that's going out tomorrow to call on... Co she shouldn't be censured. She should be taken out of Congress and said, walk home. You want to kill... You literally are saying the quiet part out loud and nobody does anything about it. She can't even say woman. She has to say pregnant person. Pregnant person. How stupid do you have to be? Only women can get pregnant. Only women have those body parts. And just because you sew something on does not make you a woman. Or take something off does not make you a woman. It makes you confused. Let's play it one more time, please. Can we play it one more time? I want to play it one more time. Just, just let it sink in. Here you go. In Massachusetts right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. You should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that. Okay, I've heard enough. <laughs> hey, have a great weekend. Uh, just so you know, the rally in Arizona was moved a week. Uh, we want to uh, send our condolences to the Trump family. Ivana Trump passed away a couple days ago, so as a result of that, they have moved the rally from Saturday tomorrow to next Friday. So I hope to still see you there next Friday. But, um, yeah, say a prayer for the Trump family. Um, but that's it. All right, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily. God bless you all. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.